0: everyone and welcome to the what are we even doing here podcast the podcast that seeks to answer the question of what are we even doing here from a biblical perspective this is both in our own lives and the world in general now if you hear any clicking sounds that's our dog who likes to stay in the room with us as we record so she'll be walking around on our pergo floor making clickety clacks <laughs> and sometimes when she gets up you hear her like a scraping sound so last episode we had a bunch of chain sounds but now we have clickety clack <laughs> sounds but we're just being real with you we're being real with you. Uh, but before we get into what are we even doing here i just want to read something from uh from the bible from the gospel of john is that is that okay if i do that karen
1: i don't know i might have to unfollow
0: we have to unfollow well i'm gonna read it anyway the word says now there was a man of the pharisees named nicodemus a ruler of the jews Truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born of water and the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of flesh is flesh. That which is born of spirit is spirit. Do not marvel that I have said this to you. You must be born again. The wind blows where it wishes, and you hear its sound. But you do not know where it comes from or where it goes. So it is with everyone who is born of the spirit. So again, my name is Daryl, and I'm joined <laughs> with my wife, Karen. And Karen... What are we even doing here today?
1: You know, you ask me that question a lot.
0: I do. It's almost like a name of a podcast or something.
1: <laughs> it's the name of a magic hidden... <laughs> <laughs> magic hidden <laughs> or... camera TV show. <laughs> I one. it's on the, the Carbonaro order. effect. <laughs> <laughs> it's... Have you heard of that? <laughs> <You're> anyway. <on. laughs> uh, um... So, what are we even doing here? Specifically this week, what we are even doing here is basically, we just wanted to get real with you guys, you know? (laughs) We've been really thinking about why we're doing this podcast and, you know, praying about it, and I know we talked about this in the first episode, and, and basically we said that we wanted to provide a biblical resource for people and share what we've learned so far and start some conversations Um, And that's all still true, but I think our aim has changed a little bit, and I think we need to take a step back and kind of start at a place that people might be better able to latch on to. So in this episode, I think we want to focus on answering some basic questions, like what is being born again? Or firstly, how are you saved? Um, What are you saved from? How do you become a Christian? You know, stuff like that.
0: Yeah, and that's that's kind of why I read this uh, text from the Gospel of John that I did. You know, a lot of Christians are referred to nowadays as born-again Christians, and that's kind of gotten a negative connotation, but we just want to mm-hmm. share where that comes from. It actually comes from the words of Jesus. You must be born again, but it can also be translated born from above. And basically what Jesus is telling Nicodemus here. That's a cool name, Nicodemus. Mm. It's like secret of name, right? Nicodemus. Right. Uh, oh but goodness. you, you must be born from above. So it's the. and he, Then he goes into talking about the spirit, how the spirit of God works. The wind blows where it wishes, and you hear it sound, you do not know where it comes from or where it goes. So it is with everyone who is born of the spirit. So what Jesus is basically saying is, it's a supernatural act by the Holy Spirit of God to work in your heart to make you born again. It makes you born from above. So basically, it's taking a heart of stone and giving you a heart of flesh. And what Jesus is actually referencing here, I know not everybody that's listening uh, digs into the Bible, but it's actually an Old Testament reference in Ezekiel when he says you must be born of water and the spirit. And what the the ESV study Bible says is, uh, uh, it refers to in 3.5, refers to a spiritual birth with which cleanses from sin and brings spiritual transformation and renewal. Water here does not refer to water of physical birth, nor is it likely that it refers to baptism. But the background is probably Ezekiel 36, verses 25 to 27, where God promises, I will sprinkle clean water on you, and you shall be clean. And I will give you a new heart, and I will put my spirit within you. So basically it's a reference all the way back to the Old Testament of this being born again of giving a new heart, taking out a heart of stone and giving a heart of flesh. And right. that's basically what Jesus is referencing about being born from above, or as we commonly say, born again. I'm actually wearing a t-shirt that says that you must be born again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, you Sure. <laughs> yeah. So in being born again, you essentially, um, are a new creation. You're hmm. a different person. Uh, and it's, it's a gradual thing. Once you're born again, um, you start to have this feeling of of urgency, and you basically you're compelled to want to share this with everyone. Because if you look at it this way, you feel like you've just found the meaning of life or something, you know. Mm-hmm. And like like most people, you have a group of friends and you have a family and that you love, and you're just thinking, oh my goodness, they need to know this too. And, you know, you're, you're compelled to do that. Mm -hmm. You're not making the decision to say, um, I'm going to tell you this. Like,
0: (laughs) yeah. Uh, when I got saved personally, you know, I used to post about, you know, random, I was in the fitness industry for seven years and I would post about, you know, random fitness stuff. You know, I wanted people to get physically strong. But I would also, you know, encourage them with, like, you know, motivational speech type stuff. Like, you know, Tony Robbins and, you know, mm. that 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 kind of vein of, you know, New Age thought, um, Eastern philosophy, you know, think yeah. things into being, you yeah. know, that kind of thing where you... Was that book The Secret that was pretty yeah. popular? Where, like, pictures
1: of what you want. Yeah, you have a vision board
0: and, yeah. you know, send yourself a check for a million dollars and, like, then a million dollars would actually come to you. But, uh, you know, we I was into all that stuff. And, side note, some people posing as Christians will also try to teach that as if that's biblical, but it's not. Um, but... I I went from posting things like that to posting Bible verses, posting basically the gospel and just trying to share with people out of out of my changed heart and try to show them and tell them and teach them and proclaim to them the good news of Jesus and pray that they would also be transformed by that as well because if you when if you find something good, you know if you find a good deal at a store, you're going to tell people about it. You know, if if you for instance, I shopped at Kmart once and, <laughs> and I found a tie the whole a shirt, church knows about And a vest. No. And it was one dollar for a tie a really nice tie shirt and a vest uh, for one dollar. So I bought like two or three of them. I should have bought the whole thing. I know you should I was like two or three. I don't know why. But but you know, I mean. if you find a good deal, you're gonna tell people about it. Well when 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 Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit changes your heart, you're gonna tell people about it. Aside from the fact that he commands you to go tell people about it. It should right. be out of, out of love of what you realized just happened to you. Now you want to tell the world. And and you should hold nothing back in in doing that.
1: And that there in itself is what is highly annoying to friends and family. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Right, right. They're like, oh, geez. You start to get made fun of at family gatherings. Some of your friends don't want to hang out with you anymore because you're not fun. And... They're just waiting for this phase of your life to just stop so you can all get back to the way things were and, and be comfortable again.
0: Yeah, and even even in that, you know, I understand why people would yeah. do that because, you know, I used to be like, that totally, guy. Yeah, we, yeah, we, we, we were used... the people before we were saved, before it's supernaturally, because you don't understand and even even the scriptures say that that the unbeliever doesn't understand. The person who walks in the flesh doesn't understand spiritual things. You know, even Jesus talking to Nicodemus in this in this passage, he's like, he's like, wait a minute, you're a teacher of the law, but you don't even understand these spiritual things that you're supposed to be teaching. It's because he wasn't yet born from above, so he didn't have that heart to understand. Uh, so we totally get it when people want want to make fun of us because also. Here's the thing, too. The gospel confronts sin. So when, when you start talking about God and things that are holy, people might look at you and start to think that you're thinking that you're better than them, which is not the case at all. Like, no, I'm a great sinner who needs a great Savior. Just like everyone else, we all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. But that is why we need to tell as many people as possible But we understand that when when you're in sin, you're not going to understand the things that are of holiness, which is God and Jesus, the gospel, and spiritual things.
1: But yeah, so these questions, um, I think we kind of answered what is being born again Mm -hmm. Um, and how you are saved. So what are you saved from, essentially? (laughs) Maybe that's the next question.
0: Yeah, and I was confused in that too. When people, you know, before I was saved, what do you mean saved? What do you yeah. mean saved? I don't need saving. I'm fine. You know, I'm not. But yeah. but when you know the reality of what you're saved from, and who you're saved from, then then you will realize yes, you do need a savior, because essentially, first off, you're saved from your sin. So once you're born again, you will no longer desire to sin. You will, you will still struggle we'll still with it. it. Yeah. yeah, you will still struggle with your sin you will still fall into sin at times but what you used to accept as normal as your behavior you will no longer want to do so you will be putting your sin to death you will want to mortify it so when you will sin you will get less and less pleasure from that sin and you will seek more and more pleasure from the source of pleasure of who is god uh so you're saved from from your sin but you're also saved From the consequence of sin, which is eternity in hell, which is the full wrath of God. So God saves you from From Himself. himself. (laughs) Which is like crazy as it is. You know, that and that is why He sent His Son. You know, God says, Be holy as I am holy, and we are not holy. There's only one who lived a holy, righteous life, and that is Jesus, the second person of the Trinity, the second person of the Godhead, who came down. You know, that's what Christmas, we celebrate at Christmas uh the incarnation he he the word became flesh and dwelt among us living a perfect obedient life to the father and then he died on the cross the death that all sinners deserve so the wrath of god was fully poured out on the son at the cross and then he was buried for 3 days rose again and now he's ascended to heaven seated at the right hand of the father as king so jesus is king now so but basically to rewind a bit on the cross One of our favorite hymns says, On the cross where Jesus died, the wrath of God was satisfied. So that for all who believe on the Son are saved when when we trust in that. And I'll just read, I have it in front of me again from John 3. And as Moses was lifted up, lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must the Son of Man be lifted up. And that's a picture of Jesus being lifted up on the cross that whoever believes in him may have eternal life so we are saved from god's holy wrath on sinners when we trust in the wrath that was poured out on the son for us and then through that we will be made holy into the image of his son which technical term sanctified set apart for the work of god and basically we're you know saved for god from god by god <laughs>
1: Okay, so you're saved, you're born again. So now what? I, I think...
0: think. Okay,
1: I'm sorry. Oh, revolted. I
0: think. I think. Well, I was gonna say, you know, you should just sit at home and, you know, just go on YouTube and and watch videos. <laughs> Wait, that's a sound. <laughs>
1: <sighs> well, no, that's we like the that. most fun activity for everyone right. these days, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> you can
0: watch videos. I do
1: that while I'm sewing. Mm-hmm. I watch well, I watch sermons, yeah, or crafty videos or whatever. Um, but I think the most important thing is finding a good church. Yes, definitely. If you're a new Christian, you need, need, need. I mean, and you'll want you should want to, but you, know, you need to find a good Bible believing church.
0: Yeah, and, and God, I believe, will lead you to that church. Uh, so if you're, say, say you're listening to this podcast right now, and hopefully you've heard the gospel, because I believe I spoke of it, and I'm going to continue to, probably in every podcast in some way, shape, or form, get to the reason why we're here. What are we even doing here? <laughs> That's what we're here for. But, and, and say, uh, you know, you're digging more into this, that's, you know, part of the Holy Spirit working in you to guide you to a Bible-believing, gospel-preaching church. And you want to find that. Uh, and, a, and a way to see if that is happening is to just listen to the messages. You know, listen to what the, the pastor is saying, but also meet with the pastor. Uh, I encourage you to do that. If you're looking for a local church, um... Meet with the pastor, you know, have coffee with them. Hopefully they're open to meeting with you. uh, Because then you can find out more of the mission of the church. Or if they have classes, like some churches have new membership classes. uh, So you can find out exactly where that church stands. What you can do too, even before you go to that church, is the internet. Look up what their confession of faith is. Hopefully they have a statement of faith on their website. If they don't, you might want to, I don't know. <laughs> definitely find out, though, somehow, <laughs> what what the church believes, preaches, and teaches. Yeah, they might the, not the be savvy so Yeah. They might not. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I can't hold that against them. Right. But definitely get a Bible as well. If, if you're a new Christian, get a Bible. Start reading. Uh, many people suggest reading from the Gospel of John, which you've heard me read a, a few mm-hmm. uh, passages today from there. Uh, or Romans is a great place to start, or just start in the beginning. Start wherever. And just start reading. And do some research into this stuff, too, because you can you can find a lot on the Internet that's bad, but there's a lot of good stuff on the Internet. Or ask us questions as well. Uh, but definitely, you know, an essential is a Christian should be in a local church family. So that is the one number one thing I would say to do. And...
1: Yeah, cuz you need to be in that community. You need to be mm-hmm. um discipled, too. Yeah. Like
0: Yeah, and that's, you know, once you find that local church family and you're submitted to the the elders and the pastor there, find somebody who is willing to disciple you. And disciple is just a fancy word for kind of teach you or you know, disciples are learners, so just to teach you the ways and the laws of of the Lord and how we are to live this Christian life and walk with each other together. You know, again, you're not going to do it perfectly, uh, but mm-hmm. you should do it in family, in the brotherhood, in sisterhood, and that will encourage your walk as well as digging into the prayer time and time in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's, you know, all done in the context of a local church family, and there's no perfect church out there Mm -hmm. you're you're always going to find something wrong. Or maybe you don't find something wrong, which is great too. (laughs) But some people are are picky about their churches. But just find one that's preaching the gospel and where you can be plugged in and, and connected and discipled. And then you, in turn, can disciple other people as well. Make disciples. That's what Jesus says. Go into all the world, making disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey all that I've commanded, and I will be with you to the end of the age. So he wants us to make disciples. Right. So that would be your your step to do. Once you are born again from the Holy Spirit, you will long for the things of God. You will want to read the Bible. You will still struggle with your sin, but you will no longer desire the pleasure that you get from your sin. Or, if you do, for those fleeting moments, you will then desire to turn from that.
1: you'll feel bad about it,
0: yeah, you'll <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, and people can say, Oh, I feel bad, and I'm not a Christian. Well, yeah, you're, there's guilt that's always there, but that's the conscience that God has given you. But the more you get closer to God, the less you'll want to you want your sin. Again, you still struggle, I struggle every day. But I know at the end of the day that I live in the grace, the free grace given to me by God through his son on the cross. Right. And really, I'll just read this short uh, section in Ephesians. Uh, It's popular, you know, in Ephesians 2, it says this in verse 8. For by grace you have been saved through faith. So it's grace, the grace of God unmerited favor of god that saves us through faith through believing in the son in christ and it is not of your own doing so it's nothing that we have done to make us worthy of this grace to make us save a bull it's all of god and here it says it is the gift of god not as a result of works, so that no one may boast So I don't save myself, Karen didn't save herself, we didn't say, hey, we're going to save ourselves and pull ourselves up by our bootstraps, because then we can boast in it. We can say, hey, look, we made ourselves right before God, but it was all a gift of Him, so that we may not boast, but this is why, for we are His workmanship, so we are His workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works. So it's not the works that save us, but once we are saved, we will do the good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. So God has prepared beforehand works for us to walk in. And he created us and saved us. We are born again in Christ, not a result of our own works, but it is through his grace, who is unmerited favor upon us, not because we deserved it, but he gave us that faith to turn. He granted us repentance. He granted us uh. He granted us the ability, basically, to turn from our sin, to turn from our uh, way of thinking, to turn around and face the cross and see Jesus and say, He died on that cross for me, the death that I deserved, and then He was buried and rose again, and I totally believe that He died for me in my place. And now God can look at us And not see the deeds that we did, but He sees the finished work of what the Son did. And through our faith in that, He can forgive us. He adopts us into the family of God. He now treats us as if we were righteous because He treated the Son on the cross as if He was us. And that's the beauty of the gospel, is we don't deserve it. But God chose before the foundation of the world to save Karen, to save me. And to save all who believe. And that's how you become a Christian.
1: <laughs> and that's five steps to five becoming steps. a Christian. Yeah, I mean, really. I mean,
0: yeah, we didn't want to really no. give you steps because it's not steps. It's not praying a prayer. It's not walking an aisle. Yeah. It's, it's not any of that stuff. It's the total work of, of God in your heart. Faith comes from hearing, the Bible says, and hearing by the Word of God. And that's why all our podcasts, we're going to share the, what the Word says with you. Because we can talk here till we're blue in the face about whatever teachers we like or what, this or that. But it yeah. doesn't matter at the end of the day unless ah. ooh, unless, uh, unless we're sharing what God has said. And that's what we hope. Which so we the point. Yeah. yeah. We want to encourage those who already believe out there to to keep... Don't stop believing. There you go. That's why I don't sing. Karen's the singer. Uh but but keep keep working. Uh uh, keep striving for the for the faith. Walk in those good works God prepared for you. But we want to encourage the unbeliever. If you have questions, ask us questions. Um and we want you to repent and believe.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean the, the reason we're doing this is you know, just out of love. It's not anything else. It's
0: yeah. It, w- it would be unloving if we didn't share this good news. It would be like we found the cure for cancer, but we're not going to tell anybody. We're just going to keep it for ourselves. Maybe we'll tell like two other people that have cancer, but we're, we're not. We're just going to keep it to ourselves. Well, but we not
1: f- that person because I know that person yeah, doesn't yeah, like gonna, me very much. Right. I don't want to like. I don't like confrontation.
0: Yeah. No, we we found the cure for for oh. we hear our dog. Our dog wants the cure. But we we found we know the cure for oh, to, to save us from the wrath of God, to save us from damnation, to save us from eternity in hell. And everybody has eternity ahead of them and it's either your 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 eternity with God in heaven, totally worshiping him and loving him and being in his his loving presence or or you're eternally damned in hell where, by the way, God will be, but there is no, there's no relief there. There's, it's not a total separation from him. It's a separation from his grace because his grace is offered now. And, and it would be unloving if we told you how, if, if we didn't tell you right. that you can turn today and live in eternity from this free gift of grace through faith in the Son. Amen. Amen. And Amen. I know he's he's talking about hell and damnation, and, <laughs> and this is only the third podcast. But I I got to be real because there's real consequences to this to this life. There there are, and if we don't tell you straight up what's going to happen then that that's not loving. You know, we could say, "Come to Jesus and He'll fix your marriage." And we'll talk about that because he saved our marriage. We'll talk about that later. But that's not ultimately you, why? You don't come
1: what's in it for me? Right. Just how can I be happier here in this life? Mm-hmm. even though that, I mean, that's nice. There's nothing wrong with looking for happiness. but um and, and
0: yeah, there's beyond that, it's, yeah, and there's great things that will happen. You'll be so blessed when you come to the Lord. But it's also a hard walk too. So, <laughs> you know, Jesus says you must pick up your cross and follow me. It's it's a cross. It's you know, people died on the he died on the cross, and he says pick up your cross and follow me. So this Christian walk isn't an easy one.
1: It's a narrow you know, count
0: way. the costs. Yeah. but no one would choose. <laughs> it's, it's no one
1: would volunteer for this walk.
0: Right, but it's ultimately glorious, and God will, he has justified us, you know, sanctify sanctify us, and we will ultimately be glorified, and that's, you know, what we want to tell you is the kingdom of God is at hand, repent, be part of the kingdom, come into the kingdom, and it's, it's going to be a struggle, but that's why we encourage you once you're in the kingdom, find a local church family to walk in that struggle with you because it is a, each other's burdens. Yes, it is a glorious struggle. And we and know ultimately joy. how it ends. And it will end in joy and triumph for those in the kingdom, and it will not end well for those outside of the kingdom. So get in the kingdom.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Be born again. I pray that you are born again of the spirit. And that you mm-hmm. walk with God. If you want to. <laughs> if you want to.
1: <laughs> if you feel like it. Yeah, if you feel like it. But it's not <laughs> your decision anyway. <laughs> we're saying it's not your decision, and then we're saying just do it. But it's not. Well, well you will decide. I can see how you know, people can get confused. Right. But right. anyway... Let us know if it was confusing. But
0: Yeah, if we confused you, good. <laughs> because hey, it'll give us something else to talk about in the next podcast. We can continually each podcast clarify what confusing statements we made <laughs> on the previous one.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: How much Christian talk can I clarify on the next
1: podcast? <laughs> <laughs> this is a podcast on we should call Learn Christianese. Learn Christianese. <laughs> Yeah. Right, so I think that's that's enough stuff for
0: tonight. Mhm. Tune in next week for the next episode.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, we'll do this again sometime. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, I think that's a that's a wrap. So, mm. I will uh take us out. Until next time, we pray that you seek the kingdom of God and that you can that you will continue to learn what we are even doing here. Grace and peace.